This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. This is the Eric Lee Show on WSLY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. Play that one Van Halen song and said, I'm done. I'm done with these Van Halen songs. <laughs> that, that was it. <laughs> I've never listened to them. I don't know if there's cuss words in them. You're good on Van Halen. Am you're I? Good. Yeah, you're good. All right, we'll finish it then. I mean, they're not all necessarily good. I'm with you, Dom. They're clean. I'm, I'm trying to figure out which that what's that song that really made Van Halen Van Halen. Play Jump, probably. I How mean, does that go? That's the one you play. You play Jump, right? Yeah. That's she already one. played it? She played it after the first break. Oh, it didn't catch me. Yeah, yeah. It didn't catch me. Play right now. Maybe he'll know that, you know, when we come back from a break. Uh, it's all right. I, I'm not a – I, I could be way wrong. There's probably something else because I think uh, that song's from, like, 84. There's probably something from the late 70s. That right. Van Halen fans will be like, man, that's you. That's, that's the, the song. Right. But uh, but I'm telling you, I'm not going to know that song. So it depends. When Van Halen went popular people mainstream or when they really made their fans, I'm sure those are two completely different answers. Right. <laughs> Excuse me. Ten minutes in to hour number two, Eric Lee Show, Richland's Courtney Carson, downtown Decatur, of course, uh, brought to you by Decatur Earth Mover Credit Union. And, you know, I love this. I, I stumbled on the, the show on Amazon, and we had Corey uh, Waltering on, mm-hmm. who was on that show, who, who was from Aurora. And now I, I see him sitting there one night. I'm like, I need something new to watch on Netflix. Let me take mm-hmm. a peek at what we got. The American Barbecue Showdown. Now, I never realized just how much a trailer will get me to watch a show. Uh-huh. Because I don't watch a lot of cooking shows. Okay. Because why do I want to watch a cooking show at midnight when I can't make a damn thing? <laughs> and if, even if I could, we ain't got none of the, none of the stuff to make. Uh-huh. And I'm like, okay, these, these look like entertaining contestants. And, uh, and the American Barbecue Showdown is what it was. It's the first season of it. And one of those... Uh, contestants, characters, you could say, uh, known simply by his last name, Boatwright. Boatwright. And Boatwright, you're joining us. You're not, you're, this is going to seem like a little irony, but, uh, you're on the Kansas City Barbecue Pit Hotlines. <laughs> that is a place in town that sponsors our phone lines. <laughs> right. And, uh, and, uh, Mr. James Boatwright from the Lou. How are you doing, sir? Oh, man, I'm doing good, baby. How about yourself? Oh, man, we're good. We're good. I, I watched, uh, I, I finally finished it. When we talked last week, I, I hadn't seen the last couple episodes. I finally finished it. I know who won. We won't necessarily give away who won. Uh, d- did you know very many people from, from this competition when, uh, when, when you set out to be in it? I did not. Uh, everybody was the first time we, you know, we met each other for the first time when we, uh, came on set for the first day. Now, where was that set? Where did you go for that? We were in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay, because that that looked pretty impressive. It look, looks kind of like a campground. Did you sleep on? Did you sleep on? Was it like a place to sleep, or did you go to a hotel every night? Oh no, we, we went to a hotel every night. But man, I could have slept out there. Man, it was beautiful. That's awesome. Mm. It was hot. Uh, Lord, that mercy, hot. But it was it was the nights were beautiful. When did you film it? Uh, it was in September, around September last year. So, yeah, because obviously there's no masks in the show. There's no word of a pandemic because you filmed it before. So, uh, yeah. so I figured you could tell it was hot. I didn't, I don't know how long it's that hot in Atlanta, but obviously well into the fall. Uh, oh, and, man. And, uh, what did you, how did you get, how did you even find out about this show? To, I mean, did, did you, did you, did somebody find you or did you find them? Uh, 
Actually, uh, I, they uh, found me. Actually, I, I go around, man. I cook and uh, get in competitions anytime I can. Uh, this barbecue family is a big family, and yeah. I try to meet as many people as I can. Uh, from time to time, I cook with uh, Big Mo Kason. He's one of the biggest names in the game right now. That's that's my mm. that's my guy right there. And uh, he opened the door for me to cook with him on his Memphis May team and cook with him at the Q and the Lou and. From there, man, uh, people just started kind of following me, seeing what I was doing, and then they reached out to me and said, hey, how do you feel about competing? Mm. And uh, I was like, sure, let's do it. Yeah. You know? I, I tell you what, I'm not even sure what the winner won. Was it cash? You know what? I do not know. We we were not told. Huh. Uh, you would have had to make it to the end to find out. And, of course, you know, we all keep in touch. You know, we all have gotten pretty close. Good. But uh, I never asked the question. Yeah. You know, who, what'd you get? Anything like that. What makes your barbecue the best barbecue? Because you got to feel like you got... the best barbecue? Yours. Man, I tell you what. My barbecue is low and slow. Tender as a mother's love. And it will turn you out. You <laughs> Talk me? to me. Talk to Tender me. Tender as a mother's yes, love. Sir. Tender yes, as sir. a mother's <laughs> love. I understand you, man. <laughs> hey, so do just, you... Do you barbecue with pellets or logs or? I, I know what this man's not going to say is pellets. Is not <laughs> Charcoal as... or what? Talk to me. What's? what's... Okay, I'm going to tell you what. I have cooked on pellet smokers. I'm not saying they're bad. They're uh-huh. good. Uh, Green Mountain, I probably prefer over any, but I'm an old-fashioned guy, man. I love some coals. I know that's right. Wood, man. You know what I'm saying? Get that wood and coals and yeah. let that let that fire lick that meat, you know, and sing love songs to it all night, man, low and slow. <laughs> got to well, talk to it, low and slow. I you, like him. got to play a little yes, Sam Cooke. Yes, you you got to know it. <laughs> if it's going to be as tender as a mother's love, you got to play a little Otis for it. you got to play some oh, Otis man. for it. Yeah, you know, you got to make it right, you know. You got hey, to make man. it right. I the, know that's right. The judges in this competition are a guy named Kevin Bledsoe and uh, Melissa Cookston, and, and are, they're heavy hitters in this game, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They were, hey, man, they were tough, uh, Great personalities, but when it comes to this, this grilling, this cooking, this, they take their barbecue serious. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, they were definitely tough. I love them both, but uh, doing this competition, I mean, it was intimidating, man. And I'm not intimidated <laughs> by too many people. Matter <laughs> they, of fact, I can't think of one person I'm intimidated by, but they intimidated me a little bit. Well, mm. yeah, I mean, it, it's it's down to them. And I thought it was interesting that everybody that lost respected. Like I feel like even in a competition you'll say it, but I felt like they truly respected that. Okay, I didn't do good enough. It wasn't just mm-hmm. okay. It was good, but th- this one person didn't like it because you trust these two enough. Um, that, yeah. that you know, it, it, and, and honestly, you know, some people I won't I won't say who you, you're welcome to say whatever you like. But this this competition not only made you cook barbecue, mm-hmm. you had to make sides. Mm. There, I don't know oh, if man. there were desserts, mm-hmm. and and, and yeah. you you even kind of said that's that's not your jam necessarily. I'm gonna tell you what, man. You know, you know, of course, you know, for the show, you know, there's a lot of editing going, but sure. What I express is that I'm good at sides. I ain't gonna lie, I'm good at them. My mm-hmm. wife though, my wife is great. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't normally do the sides. I mean, whenever I need to. I could do them and make somebody say, oh, Lord, this good. Uh-huh. But I don't get the response that she gets, you know. She get that, like, hey, look, make me this pan of this, and I'll pay you whatever price you put on it. <laughs> right. That's, <laughs> awesome. That's how she gets down. So so explain to me, how do you how do a, a barbecuer such as yourself, a cooker such as yourself, get the spare ribs to, 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 
to really be extremely tender to where you can just take a spoon and just eat the spare rib. How do you get Courtney's that? been a barbecue for 15 minutes, so you're, you're, <laughs> right. he's really trying to learn. He's, he's trying to learn. Right, man. <laughs> the process, and I'm going to make it short and sweet for you. The okay. process and taking a spare rib and getting it where you want it is low and slow. I tell anybody that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't rush perfection. You can't rush it. The meat is done when the meat says it's done. You feel me? Yes, sir. You have to really take your time with that, man. It falls on, you know, not just the rubs and everything, but you take that that spare rib, man, you put it on that joke at 225, 250. Mm. Let it do its thing till it's ready. When you start to see the fat kind of render off and the meat draw up on the bone and you get that end piece right at that end where that rib stick out at. Yeah. When you see that start to draw up on there like that, I mean, this is whether you wrap it or not. Because mm. I, I don't even wrap mine unless I'm doing a competition. Mm. But when that meat begin to draw up on that bone, man, and you check that internal temp, then they say 190, 195. Yeah. I guarantee you right there, you'd be saying, like, uh, I, I catered an event, and this lady, and I kid you not, she pulled her teeth out of her mouth. She said, oh, my God. She said, this meat is so tender, you don't even need your teeth. <laughs> And she literally pulled her teeth, her dentures out of her mouth, man, and ate the rib with no teeth. That's with gotta, no teeth. That's got to go on your business card, man. <laughs> that's got to go on your business card. A caricature of a, of a lady holding her dentures. Right, right. I, I, I hope if she's listening, if she remember me, that she reaches out to me because I wanted to do a video with her and just let her talk about that experience she had. Because I tell you what, she, 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 she drew a crowd for me that day. Mm-hmm. Took her te- she took her teeth out. That's amazing. Yeah, I kid you not, man. That's great. So, we were rolling, but, I mean, it was funny, but it, was, it said a lot from a barbecue. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. How did this start for you? How did this barbecue and uh, passion start? I mean, is there a parent? Did you just one day, like Courtney, say, I'm going to learn how to do this, and then uh, you fell in love with it? You know what? It started, it's almost a family thing, if okay. you want to say that. Uh, I just can remember back as far back as I can remember. I remember... Watching my, and I was a little guy, man. I often tell people knee high to a grasshopper. Mm-hmm. I remember watching my dad and them, you know, take whole hogs and they take them from the nasty to the nice. Mm-hmm. Wow, really? And they would take and dig a hole in the ground, and yep. they would cook these hogs all night long. And I tell you what, it was torture for one, because <laughs> you're smelling this all through the night, man. And all you want to do is just tear into it. You can't even sleep good. Mm-hmm. But ever since then, I've just been passionate about it. I love the grill. I love to cook. Now, now uh, I know you've I always been a big guy. If, uh, the, if, if the smell was torture, now I know you've always been a big guy because that's my life too. Oh man, yeah, man. You know, and <laughs> I tell you the truth, uh, it's therapy to me, man. You know. Yes, sir. Sure. It's just something to do to clear your mind, clear your thoughts, think about a lot of things, reflect on the world. Yes, sir. That's what that's what grilling does for me. That's how passionate I am about it. Yes. What's your favorite dish with your couple with the, your favorite side? Talk to me about that. Man, I've been asked that question a whole lot. Man, I love everything about barbecue so much. It, I, it's really hard to answer that question. Mm. But if I had to put it into a category, I'd have to say either a beef rib or a baby back rib. I got a real nice process I do with my beef ribs. Mm-hmm. And uh, I let it take its time, do its thing. Yeah. And uh, when that baby is so... As I said in the in the show, when that meat is falling off the bone, mm-hmm. yes, sir. And then take that probably with some coleslaw. And my wife uh, 
poor cheese, macaroni and cheese, especially if she throw a little oh poor pork stuff in it. Oh, she clowns with it, man. I'm, 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 I should ate lunch. This is a huge man, mistake. I'm going to come and get done right one day, man, and let y'all see what's happening. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to warn you now. It's going to turn you out. It's going to make a fiend out of you. Oh, man. I, t- tell me, I mean, I, in the non-pandemic era, uh, or the, the non-pandemic world, how often were you cooking for the public to where people could come you know, is it mostly just events? So you got to be invited to the event, or or do you do you you mentioned pop up events? I did um, non pandemic man. I cook all summer. I work for the River Garden School District. That's my nine to five. Yeah. But in the summertime, when I'm off, I normally start around May, and I cook probably until sometimes into September. But yeah. uh, mainly it's pop up cooks and events, catering events. Uh, I even uh, have cooked, you know, for people in need and just handed out. That's I did awesome. most of that during this pandemic, though. Uh, I did a lot of cooking, and most of it I was giving away, man. Just anybody who would donate to me so that I can keep cooking and keep giving. Mm. Barbecues, man. Vinny's Barbecue here does the same thing. Gives, yeah. gives food away to people. Yeah, all. I mean, definitely. that, that is, that is, uh, it's amazing to, to take care of people like that. And um, Already, I'm sure you're addicted to people trying your food and going, damn. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. That's the and drug, you, right? Uh, it's a, it's a good feeling, you know. My name that they call me is Big J, Big J Soul. Okay. You know, we got a saying, you know, in the family, and most African American families, they say, "Ooh, baby, you stuck your foot in this, right?" Yeah, we do say <laughs> that. <laughs> foot in this, but I go a little further, man. I say I want to put my soul into it. I want to leave a mark on anything I do. Um, that's why I'm a little slow guy. I like to put my mark on it. Something that says, "Hey, I, I was here." I've been here and leave a little something there to where when they think about it, they say, Lord have mercy, Big J. That's great. My man, I need I need to have this. I've had a lot of people right now, they don't care how long they have to wait, they won't eat barbecue anywhere else. <laughs> like, man, whenever you're cooking, that's when I get my fix. So so do we say your barbecue is traditional St. Louis barbecue? Is it or or do you, do you do you think you have a mix of you know, people talk about barbecues in different parts of the country. Yeah, I would say I'm a North Doc. Uh, a little bit of St. Louis, a little bit of North, a little bit of South. Uh, you know, my mom's people from Louisiana, my dad's people from Mississippi, but I was born and raised, you know, my mom, dad, them, in Michigan. Okay. Was, okay. Yeah, I've been in St. Louis for about, 20, soon to be 22 years. But I'm hmm. originally from a small city called the Warjack, Michigan, and, uh, there was a combination of cooking going on. You know, it, it mm-hmm. came from so many parts of the world. You know, well, not just the world, but of the, of the, of the United States. Well, you, get, you got it. Do you have a new New Orleans? You, I know you got the New Orleans soul in there, but do you have a New Orleans style flavoring? Uh, I do. I got a little some thing, a few things that my grandmother, you know, taught me wow. and showed me yeah. that. Uh, I really wish, to be honest with you, thinking about that, that I would have wrote down a lot of the stuff that she used to say and yeah, do. Most of it, I remember it from being around her so much, you know. But there's a whole lot that uh, I let escape, and I, I really wish I had been thinking to write or record this stuff. Sure. Yeah, if you only knew what uh, where life was going to take you, this is pretty awesome. So. Yeah, yeah. James L. Boatwright Sr. is your Facebook name if people want to follow you on there. Instagram, uh, it sounds like that's the best place to go. Big J, Soul, BBQ, and more. Um, and I'm, yeah. I'm, and you announce you know, pop-up events. If you do something during the pandemic, probably not as often, but definitely after the pandemic, we we, we got we got to try this Big J Soul barbecue, man. We got and oh, you ain't far God. away. Yeah, I mean, we got to, uh, Instagram change is Big, is Big J Soul barbecue now. Oh, okay. BJ Soul BBQ. 
Um, yeah, this pandemic has been something, man. You know, so, so many people lost more than what I lost. Mm-hmm. Sure. But, uh, you know, coming into this, man, I invested 23000 of my own money to get started and open up J. Souls Barbecue and more. I was approved for a loan back in March, end yeah. of March, beginning of April. And like two days before signing the paperwork to go ahead and make it official, that's when the, everything in the state of Missouri just shut down yeah. you know, mm. because of the pandemic. So uh, we ran the paperwork, the numbers. It was like I would have started off three grand in the red every month. I said, there's no way to start. So I just said, I'll wait it out. Sure. Hopefully yeah. I get handled on this. So or do you, June came around and still didn't change. You know. Yeah. So I'm going to see what 2021 brings. Do you have a location you want to be or a certain side of town? Uh, I did at the time, but now reevaluate. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to reevaluate everything as I come into 2021. Uh, I got a show that I'm working on right now for uh, my YouTube channel that may possibly be picked up, but uh, I'll be having a website out, Big J Souls Barbecue website, okay, web page, and I'll be announcing more stuff about that. Uh, it's a it's a possibility to be picked up later on. So that's cool. That's cool. I, I keep everybody posted on what's happening with that, but. Uh, so let me ask. Go let me ask you this: there, there's a there's a well known barbecue spot down on Washington Avenue. I can't remember the name of it. I think it's on Wash Ave down there. Uh, but when you maybe maybe you know about it, maybe you don't. But just when you hear about a popular barbecue place that is kind of a chain restaurant, do you typically like food from those places, or do you just yeah, know I'll, you can do it I'll better try now? Them. Okay, I'll try them if they're good. I'll go with them. Uh, I like sugar fires here. I love uh That's it, that's it, sugar fire. Yeah, I like Pappies, uh Smokehouse, I like Sugar Fire. They're some great guys. I've had the opportunity to cook with those guys, you know. Cool. Um, work with those guys, man. I mean they first of all they got great personalities, but their food is good too. Okay. Hands mm-hmm. down, their food is great. Because I thought sugar fire was pretty good, but I'm just guessing a, a barbecue will eat it and go, it's, even if you like it, you're like, I can do better, right? <laughs> well, you know, we all got that. We all say that one thing we could do pretty good, you know, and uh, I can do this better. But hands down, overall, we all respect one another. Right. It's not It's not very often you run across some of us that just flat out disrespect one another. It's, it's, it's a mutual respect. We're going to talk a lot of trash. Right. <laughs> but, but it's a mutual respect. It's all in love. Speaking of other guys doing it, boy Rashid from the show seemed about one of the sweetest people you could ever find. For a dude, for a dude, looked like a middle linebacker. Hey man, that dude is my brother from another mother. You know he's all right. Yeah. I mean everybody pretty much. I mean they're just a great group of people, man. I mean I wouldn't I would work with those guys again any day. Uh, he's definitely a great guy, real mellow guy. Uh, passionate about this cooking just as much, if not more than any other. Pretty you new know, to uh, it, too, right? Huh? Pretty new to it, too, I believe. Well, yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's not new to cooking and grilling, but he's new to that competitive life. Yeah. Uh, man, the guy is awesome. I'm being honest with you. Yeah, he talked when he talked to Ashley off the ledge. Ashley, who had, had nothing was going right for him there that in that one episode. And this guy who's like, I don't stand a chance. And it's it's a competitor that goes over there and mm. helps him. And oh, like, man, I'm telling you, wow, the dude, and, and he's like that on or off camera. I don't care if we're on camera. Off, I'm going to tell you what, that second uh, challenge where I could not do that shellfish. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. They they did, you know, they didn't show that part, but I'm highly allergic to shell. Oh, really? Oh, okay. And I want you to know, man, that uh, I was really trying to figure out 
how I was going to do it, what I was going to do. Um, I didn't become allergic till I was like 36 or 7 years old, man. I used to love it. I uh-huh. still love it if I could eat it, yeah. you know, but just to cook yeah. it and be in a room with it mm. without some type of something to cover my face, man, it jacks me up. But even behind the scenes, you know, he was trying to help me out. Hey, vote, man. Vote right. Just check this out. Try this, try that. Uh, maybe you could do I mean, he was genuinely trying to help, man. He's just a great guy. He's like, don't give up. Just do this. He said, man, I don't know how I'm going to do it. Yeah, that's cool. I, I, I mean, I even had to go outdoors because just from them starting to cook and work with it in that kitchen and some of it off the grill. That makes sense. starting to hit me. I had to hurry up and go outdoors and just hang out on that grill for a minute, man, and get some fresh air. I was like, God, dog. Yeah. yeah. But I would have really hated to have to go further. I would have loved to have gone further, but definitely would have hated to have to challenge that guy, man. He's great. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. I'll Everything tell you after that, I specialize in, even wild game. But I, it was going to be a challenge either way. All of them were good, though. Yeah. Dude, it, it, Bo Wright, it's awesome talking to you, man. This is just a, a cool way to catch up. And it's a show that had eight, has eight episodes people can go watch. And, uh, you know, you, you come, you, you watch on TV, so it's like you're a character uh, instead of a person. But you're the dude we watch. <laughs> you're the dude I watched on that show. And, and it's it's cool uh, catching up with you. We knew you win whenever uh, you start making it on a big time. And when, you, when you're too busy to take our calls, we'll know uh, we had you win, right? <laughs> hey, man, thank you. And, baby, I'll never be too busy, man. You call me up anytime I make the time for you, well, man. I'll, I'll Definitely going to make some time to cook for y'all. I'll be, I'll be following you on everything and finding time we can pop down to the loo because uh, I can't wait to try it, man. Man, likewise. Right on, man, right much, on. Much love to you, sir. Best of luck on everything and, uh, you know, get through this pandemic and, uh, and good luck with everything. Thank you, and y'all have a great one. You too. Blessings to you. His name is James Boatwright. He is known as Boatwright off of uh, the American Barbecue Showdown on Netflix. I just thought that'd be a cool conversation. It was a cool conversation. Just for what he's done. It's not some crazy celebrity conversation, but but a guy that went through an experience, and it's kind of cool to catch up with the process. I am hungry because of that conversation. That was a huge mistake. But he was on the Kansas City Barbecue Pit Hotlines, which we can go get tonight. <laughs> which we can go get we can tonight. go get some brisket. <laughs> right. <laughs> we break. Don't run off this break as we get you set up. The Hungry Rev, Courtney Carson, <laughs> with a three-day weather forecast. How's it looking? This is your WSOY three-day forecast. Today is sunny with a high near 76. Tonight, clear with a low around 55. On Wednesday, sunny with a high near 84. And Thursday, sunny with a high near 74. This is your WSOY three-day forecast with your boy, the Rev, Courtney Carson. You stay blessed and productive and continue to keep hope alive. When you hear paid for by friends of Sushir, that means paid for by Mike Madigan. You see, Sushir has taken almost a million dollars from Mike Madigan over the last eight years. In fact, almost all of Sushir's support comes from Madigan and his allies. A vote for Sushir is a vote to keep Madigan in power. We cannot afford this corruption anymore. Don't let Mike Madigan buy the seat again. Hi, I'm Charlie McGorry, retired Decatur firefighter, military veteran, former small business owner, and a lifelong resident of Macon County. I remember when Illinois thrived as a state, touting its agriculture, workers, businesses, and more. The last eight years have been particularly tough, though, under Sue Shearer, Mike Madigan, and the Chicago Machine. We need to get serious about solving our budget crisis, protecting our small businesses, growing jobs, and fixing ethics in our state government. I'm asking for your vote for me, Charlie McGorry, on November 3rd. Paid for by Friends of Charlie McGorry.
You've heard of United Way, but do you know the impact they have on our community? Find out more about the United Way and why your involvement is so important. Every Thursday at 8.30 a.m. on Buyers & Company with the United Way update. The United Way of Decatur and Mid-Illinois is working for a community in which everyone has the opportunity to be self-sufficient, whether that be ensuring that no family goes hungry, a child succeeds in school, or emergency and crisis assistance is always available. Listen to the United Way update every Thursday, presented by Tate & Lyle. Improving lives for generations. Hey. KC is best known for its barbecue in the city of fountains. Well, KC is bringing that famous barbecue smoke taste to your city at the all-new Kansas City Barbecue Pit. If you're hungry, it's time for a switch. Check out Kansas City's Barbecue Pit. If you're hungry, it's time for a switch. Check out Kansas City's Barbecue Pit. Come on down to Kansas City Barbecue Pit at 2645 North Oakland Ave. A full menu of what KC is famous for. Barbecue ribs, rib tips, brisket, pork, chicken, turkey, Polish, smoked taters, baked beans, potato salad, coleslaw. They even got desserts. Check out $7 all-in meal specials. Seafood Saturday, Jerk Fridays. Open Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Sunday, 12 to 5. Info, call-in orders, call 217-220-6090. we gotta get it. Yeah! Congress. Update your home with beautiful custom cabinets from Dura Supreme. Our complimentary custom design includes pricing and renderings to keep you within budget. And with a broad selection of woods and colors to choose from, you can have it all. Your business loan is with one bank, your mortgage with another, your investments with yet another. Lessen the complexity and streamline your finances with Busey Bank. Consolidate your wealth management, business and personal banking accounts with Busey and simplify your finances with one contact to help you manage it all. Busey, member FDIC. This is the Eric Lee Show on WSOY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecatur.com. This is Right Now. Okay. From Van Allen. And this was the theme song for Clear Pepsi the entire time. that Remember Clear Pepsi being out? <laughs> no. It was like two years, and they just tried to push it. Nobody really liked about. it. Yeah. I like run. clear Pepsi. Yo, this beat, this, this make me want to go run. It's a, it's a pretty good, but but this is Sammy Hagar as our lead singer. So mm-hmm. diehard man, David Lee Roth had left the band. Mm-hmm. Unless he was kicked out of the band. I don't know what the story is. <laughs> I don't even care enough to do the homework on it, but... Van Halen, a point of conversation today because Eddie Van Halen dead today at 65. Mm-hmm. Lost his, uh, I hate saying loss of fight with cancer because if mm-hmm. you lived while you had it, then then you beat it up. Mm-hmm. Then you won. Then you I just won. followed Big J Soul Barbecue on Instagram. It says Pitmaster and the second line says Singer. Boy, should I, I should have looked at that before I had him on. Could oh, I, could I, you know he sings to his meat. You know he does. You know because he, he was, he kind of alluded to it, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh yeah, he would have sang too. 
Oh man, we should have talked. Yeah, I wish we would have seen that. That we went 25 minutes with that guy. That's a that's a cool conversation. So the show, I'm not telling you you're going to watch, but it's just I thought the show was kind of cool, and he was from somewhere close, and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, like just to talk to somebody that's been through the process, I thought it'd be, thought that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I need to learn how to make those ribs where I can have somebody take their teeth out and just chew it up. <laughs> Even if it's not that tender, mm-hmm. ribs are still awesome. Even if oh, you got to bite sure. them off the bone. Um, I like the tender. The ten- oh, it's just, man, it's melting your mouth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I make you say, butissimo. Whatever that I, I want I don't I, I don't have to bite hard but I want to take the meat off the bone. I I don't need it to be so tender that you pick the rib up and the rib you got to catch it. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? I want to okay. bite the I want <laughs> You just want to bite something. <laughs> I want to I want to be a, a meat eater. <laughs> I want to be all slimy. <laughs> now I'm not saying I don't like it tender, but I mean um try a little tenderness, man. Try, try a little tenderness. tenderness. <laughs> Who's that? That's not Otis. That's uh. Yeah, that's no, Otis. no, not originally. That's, Try uh, a little tenderness. Yeah. Who sings? Oh, gosh, I'm blanking. Teddy Pendergrass, I think. I thought he did try a little tenderness uh-uh. first. That's your boy, Otis. Now you gonna Google it? Who don't go- don't wrote do that. Try. I think you're probably right. Yeah. Well, it's written by a guy named Harry M. Woods. That can't be a real name. Mm-mm. I know I've heard him both perform it. Try a little tenor. It's a song written by Jimmy Campbell, Campbell, Reg Connolly, and Harry M. Woods. First recorded in 1932 by the Ray Noble Orchestra. I don't know who this is. These are a bunch this, of old white dudes. It's a first. different song, man. <laughs> clearly, that's a different song. Well, now here's a version by Sam Cooke and Otis Redding. So even Sam was in on it. Really? Yeah. Um, is this? Did he? I think he did. He was he a part of Sam's? Um, Label? Sam had a I label. Know, might be. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, okay. So it does look like the first one to take it into the mm-hmm. soul world was Otis. Was Otis. Jimmy Durante performed it, but that, that looks like it's a little bit more of a... Opera? No, what would you call Sinatra? <laughs> like Frank a, Sinatra? Yeah, like oh, a that jazzy. style, yeah. Uh, no, that's a great song. Yeah, it, isn't it? I don't know why I thought it was Teddy P. Teddy P. I wonder if I've at least heard it done by Teddy P. I got a quick question for you since we're on this kind of yeah. topic. We got an open second. Marvin Gaye or Sam Cooke, which one would you take? So I would have said Marvin Gaye for the first mm-hmm. 35 years of my life. Mm-hmm. But in the last five to, to eight years, Sam Cooke has become one of my five favorite artists of all time. Gotcha. Um, the more songs I hear by him, the more. Because mm-hmm. there's songs by Sam Cooke I didn't know were by Sam Cooke. Right. But Change is Going to Come is unbelievable. It's it? unbelievable. Bring, yeah. bring It On Home. Mm-hmm. Or Bring It On Home to Me. I can't remember the exact name of the song. Yeah, man. I'm so happy you said Sam Cooke. That's why I love you, man. I mean, On the air. I'm saying. Now, now, Marvin Gaye's a legend. Yeah, he's a good. Yeah, definitely. Um, But, but man, Sam Cooke. And a lot of that is because of Nick. Nick, Nick, Nick Nick's a... Nick was already a huge Sam Cooke fan, mm-hmm. and he would play songs. And and honestly, there's a there's a whole R. Kelly cover of Sam Cooke's collection. That's mm-hmm. that's now like cursed just to talk about R. Kelly. <laughs> but the dude could sing. <laughs> R. Kelly, you gonna make us lose our rate? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But but he was started playing these R. Kelly cuts mm. before it was bad to play R. Kelly. Right. And I was like, that's another Sam Cooke song because mm-hmm. there's this whole like R. Kelly did a whole Sam Cooke. Yeah. Um, 
CD, mm-hmm. I think he did. And I was, so, so Nick, I already knew a couple songs were great from the karaoke world. There's a guy in town. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if he's still around. I don't know where he's from. He just showed up. He sang in our karaoke contest that I used to run. His name was Reg Collins. Mm-hmm. I think his last name was Collins. His name was Reg, though. Mm-hmm. Probably still have his number in my phone, or at least his old number. But, uh, but he, yeah, Reg Collins, and he did. Change is going to come and, and, and bring it on home. I think he did both of them. And I was like, boy, these are good. So I got to know those songs a little yeah. earlier. That's cool. But four, four Tops are the Temptations. I'll tell you what, I don't know much about the Four Tops. So I would probably say the Temptations out of ignorance. But I'd ha- I'd go do more homework. What, mm-hmm. what are the Four Tops most known for? Well, really, I don't. Are you saying the Temptations do? Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, the okay. Temptations okay. the Four Tops, man. I, yeah. That's They were just compared to the Temptations for, for like forever. But however... Are, are you familiar with the Isley Brothers? Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I would. I know who they are, but I don't. I don't say I can mm-hmm. list a lot of songs. Got you. Got you. Uh, looking at four top songs. Can't help myself, babe. I need your loving. That's a good one. Reach yeah. out. I'll be there. I'll be there. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's about the max of the songs I definitely know <laughs> by the name of them. Right. The Temptation songs. What about the OJ's? Yeah, there's some great OJ songs. Yeah, man. My girl ain't too proud to beg. Just my imagination. Get ready. I wish it would rain. Uh, treat her like a lady. Popples a Rolling Stone. Just at the top of the list here. The mm. Temptation. Those songs are those are those are huge. Huge songs. OJ's. Yep. Love Train. That's a great song. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's a that's a that's one that'll get a a party going too. Play yeah. play that at a at a. Uh, at a wedding reception, mm-hmm. we fill the dance floor. Up. Yeah, yeah, yep. It'll be all women if it's a white wedding reception. <laughs> uh, so the OJs have done Brandy. What, is, that, is, that, is there another song called Brandy, or do they do a version of Brandy, You're a Fine Girl? Because I know Brandy, You're a Fine Girl is a one-hit wonder. I don't know I don't know if that's the same song or not. Who else sure. did you say? Oh, the Isley Brothers. The Isley Brothers. Yeah, like, so I, I like to ask that question. Isley, Isley Brothers are the temptations because the Isley, Isley Brothers are so, have so much longevity. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I don't recognize a whole, between the sheets, I know I've heard that. Oh, yeah, you heard that. And there's probably a lot of these, Rolling. Twist and Shout, obviously. Um, it's Your Thing, I think I know that one. It's Your Thing. Yeah. So I would have to, I would have to hear a bunch of them. In the Mustang. Yeah. All yeah. right. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've talked a lot about Van Halen today, so it's good to take a right turn. Yeah. We're eclectic on this station. Uh, Tupac or Picky. <laughs> Pop. It better be the only answer. Right, no, exactly. Kidding. Dom, who do you have? Marvin Gaye or Sam Cooke now? Mm, probably Marvin Gaye. It's close, though. Have you listened to the Sam Cooke collection? Because that would have been me until... I've, I've listened to it, but I don't know. Marvin Gaye is what I grew up with. I didn't actually start listening to Sam Cooke until I got older. So. Oh, Kind of nostalgia there. Chain Gang, Twisting the Night Away, You Send Me Cupid. Cupid was a killer song. Uh, nothing Can Change This Love, Everybody Likes to Cha-Cha. That's a, there, there's there's just some fun ones um, that you don't necessarily hear that often. Have you heard Busted by the uh, Isley Brothers? Have you uh, ever heard that one? I, not by the, I don't recognize it by the name of the song. It's a pretty good song. Have you heard it, Courtney? Mm-hmm. You know what? I love that song. What the, boy, one thing about Sam Cooke, he redid a lot of songs. 
I had I had Meet Me at Mary's Place is a good song, but he he redid he did a version of the Tennessee Waltz. He did a version of Unchained Melody, mm-hmm. and they're all just killer. Yeah, Dom yeah. would uh, really truly appreciate uh, Sam Cooke's. Yeah, politics. I think you would jump to Sam Cooke. Yeah, yeah. It, w- once she learned that not just the music but the person, she would really truly appreciate him. Woman, you shot me. <laughs> well, I love Change Is Gonna Come. Like that's. I mean, if we're picking songs, like who has the best song? I mean, I would probably pick him. But like overall, I just haven't listened probably to as much Mar- uh, to as much Sam Cooke as I have Marvin Gaye. Mm-hmm. So I may, may have to do that. Well, let's get it on as Marvin Gaye and uh, uh, heard it through the grapevine. Sexual healing, ain't no mountain high enough. Mercy, mercy me. Yeah, Mar- Marvin got some hits too. Yeah, I mean, remember a lot. Some of those were in the. Remember the Titans, which is where I probably heard it for the first time. And just my obsession with Remember the Titans, it's hard for me to mm-hmm. go away from that. But I do like Sam Cooke. Yeah. I'll, that's that's one of my mom's favorite. I'll still take actually. Sam Cooke, even just looking at the songs. How sweet it is to be loved by you. How sweet it is. I will say, though, Tupac over Biggie, no matter what. So. That's why I love you, Don. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 the world was perfect when everybody just said that. And now there's people that say, like, Drake over Tupac. And it's like, I hate kids. Or young <laughs> <laughs> or like, like little, Young Thug or yeah. Uzi no, or yeah. Lil or Wayne, six, and I'm nine. like, I was like, have you even listened to Tupac? Like, no, they haven't. No, they couldn't. The like, lyrics of Tupac are genius. Brenda's Got a Baby is one of the most genius yeah. songs ever written, and it Both is about Tupacs. it is about the life and, and work Tupac grew up. In. Mm-hmm. Both uh, Tupacs were better than Biggie, <laughs> the hardcore or the revolutionary yeah. Pac. I was like, what Tupac stood for, like. You know, uh, more d- than dead Tupac was better than Biggie. The, t- the ten Machiavelli <laughs> albums we got, Machiavelli albums we got after he was gone. <laughs> I used, Tupac, right? I used to go to uh, oh, what was his name? He had the record store down, not GBs, but it was, it was by GBs down on El Dorado. Mm. And he would be like, "Get number four in two weeks." He'd be like, "All mm. right, I'll come back and see you." I'm, I'm like, "Yeah, I forgot there was another place, weren't there?" And and he, it was a lot of just, and I I learned a lot about hip hop just mm-hmm. going in there and just him going. He knew what I liked. And he's like, okay, you might like this. It would just be underground hip-hop stuff. Right, right. Yeah, and definitely. You'd get these jank-looking Machiavelli covers, but it would be <laughs> it would be Pac. It was like, I mean, for 10 years after he was gone, I'm buying two Pac CDs. And yeah. so you start doubling up songs, you know, out of those 10 Machiavelli albums, there's 10 songs that are on multiple of those yeah, CDs. Yeah, you know? definitely. And I, whether I don't, I don't even care where they came from. There was just songs I'd never heard before. It was great. Now, mm-hmm. did you like his? Do you like his movies too? Have you seen his movies? I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, there's not a whole lot of them, but, but the ones I've seen, I. You know what he would be good. today? Mm-hmm. He would be such a figure. Almost oh, in the world. Yeah. You know, I've, he probably cussed too much. He probably talked about women too much. He would mm-hmm. have had to, but Cube did too. Mm-hmm. And now you got Ice Cube doing children's movies. Right. I mean, I think that I, I think Tupac wouldn't have been doing children's. I think he would have been a, a serious actor for a long time. Yeah, and he had started his own record label yeah. too. So yeah, he, he was yeah he yeah, was, he, he was he, on he, his way. He would be a not as I don't know what the right term is for puff, not not as corporate puff, right? You know, almost definitely not as corny puff. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, puff's kind of been out of the eye for a while, mm-hmm. but he's changed his name more than he's had hits in the last. Yeah, that's just different. That's just so. weird. But uh, so bit, d- above the rim or juice for you, Dom? Which one you like oh, the most? Definitely juice. Definitely juice. I'm gonna go with the sports movie. Yeah. Above the rim. Above the rim's good, yeah. <laughs> he had more of a role in Juice, I feel like. Than uh, he did in well, he had he had more of an acting role, yeah. But uh, absolutely, the Above the Rim soundtrack. 
Oh, yeah, the soundtrack. Oh, the soundtrack, yeah. Back in the day when you bought soundtracks. His acting in Juice was was pretty good. His his acting in Juice was better. The movie Above the Rim, I'll take. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's a great one. Yeah, you saw range in Juice. Oh, yeah. You saw the range. Yeah, you could, I mean, like. And Poetic Justice, he was in that too, right? Oh, I forgot about Poetic Justice, Tupac. Now, see, that's the one. I like that Tupac. Gang-related, gridlocked. Mm -hmm. He was in those movies. Yeah. I like reason I saw those movies. <laughs> he was a lovable, deep kind of righteous brother in Poetic Justice. Because he was. Yeah. He had a, he had a very hard persona. When you start yeah. reading his poetry, that, The Rose That Grew From Concrete was a po- poet, oh, a, a book of poems he put out. And that's when I was like, and this is, this is a real dude. Yeah. Shout out to my wife. She got that quote in our house. <laughs> the Rose That Grew From Concrete yeah. and no one cared. Yeah. She put that up. I said, babe, you got to, what happened to the Bible verse? She was like, I like that. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I said, okay, you've been listening to Pac. It's all right. Get off the ground. Get back on your bike. Shut up. Don't worry about how she decorates a house. <laughs> sure, she'll say when you start cleaning like her, you can hang up whatever right. you want. Yeah. We, we have picture frames up that still have people that came in the picture frame in it, but I don't say anything because I don't clean the house. <laughs> she always, anytime I bring that up, she goes, well, then you print some pictures out right. and put them in it. <laughs> Hey, hey Eric, who is this? My cousin. Yeah. <laughs> who are these? What, how come all these? How come all these people are are uh, interracial couples? You know, they always right, put they always yeah. put everything they can in. Yeah. Oh, that's good. We got one thing up, and then somebody gave us a frame, and it came with uh, you know every letter of the alphabet, so you could put your last name initial on there. Mm-hmm. We haven't even put the right letter in there. <laughs> it's the wrong letter. Whatever letter came in the frame, and just eight empty slots. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm to blame for multiple reasons. One of them is that I don't really ever take a serious picture. Mm-hmm. If she's like gives the camera to some, gives the phone to somebody, and we take, then I just look as stupid as I can. Mm-hmm. She has a million of me looking like an idiot, or like hey, eating your, her hair. Your or, Zoom picture, what is that? Uh, that is me at, on at Shane on Shane Major's farm, mm-hmm. and I went out there after a football game one day. That's why I'm wearing a station jacket, mm-hmm. and. He has ch- a chicken coop, or he did. I don't know. This was years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, somebody took one of his roosters and put it on my shoulder. Oh, okay. So, so that is me smoking a cigar with a cock on my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And when they put it on there, I was like, well, I'm just going to act like this isn't a big deal. Even on the inside, I was like, please don't peck my face off. So that was real. That's, That's a, real a real rooster. rooster. Yeah, it's really? Real, yeah. And then... uh. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, there was one of the guys who was, we had gone out there another night, and one of the guys with us was terrified of, he was like, get in there and, and grab grab that rooster. Just go grab it. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't. But but every time he went to grab it, it would, like, snap its head around. So oh. it freaked him out. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm terrified of this guy. You know, they, they call him the big C word. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he's he's long been dinner now. But, but, but yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's a, somebody put him on my shoulder, and we, we waited long enough for pictures, and I was like, Playing it cool, going right. I don't want him to fall off. Somebody might want to take him off there because I'm not going to grab him because it's at this angle. When really I was just going, get him off of me! <laughs> I'm going to pack my eyes out. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't have done that. You're like, you couldn't handle a rooster on your shoulder? Nah, nah, I'm not messing with animals like that, man. Uh, they're, they're pretty, pretty harmless. Um, a root? How do you how do you know though? Like that's the thing. Like I'm a dog lover. When was the last time you heard a story about a, somebody was injured by a rooster? <laughs> right. 
But you know, all those horror stories of farmers who get who get attacked by their roosters. You know, it's not usually an issue. Until and, you get pecked by one. <laughs> that's what I was trying to avoid. So I, I was I was holding my breath a little. All right, we got one last break to take. Uh, we're going to announce it now. Dom will get us a winner in about a minute. Eight seven five thirteen forty is the number. What have we done? About ten of these now. Um, our giveaways for nine. nine of these. So this is number ten. It's the Good Neighbor Giveaway brought to you by State Farm agents Rob Lippick, Allie Doolin, and Mike Mandrell. Our State Farm Insurance Good Neighbor Giveaway. Uh, she's going to randomly pick one of our five or six lines, and you're going to win a $25 gift certificate. Where? Well, you get to choose because the winners, instead of coming here or mailing them to you, you're going to go right to Allie Doolin's office. Her office is the block behind McDonald's and Forsyth. So you're going to go to Forsyth, turn to McDonald's. She's got a little house back there. It looks like a little house, but it's her office. Uh, and you're going to go see the fine people of Allie Doolin. They're not in there to try to sell you insurance, but if you got questions, they'll, you know, they'll, they'll field them. Otherwise, you go in and say, you're one of the winners. They'll have your name already. And then you're going to, uh, you're going to, you're going to get to choose what's from what's left. They've got 20 different $25 gift certificates. And they're all to locally owned um, restaurants and places to shop here in Central Illinois. So the next winner will be uh, the winning caller. If you're if you're listening on the stream, you should already be calling eight seven five thirteen forty eight seven five thirteen forty. Dom will answer the winner after we get to break. But first, on the way to break, a three day weather forecast. The Rev. Courtney Carson. This one's brought to you by O'Shea Builders, right? Yes, sir. This is your O'Shea Builders WSOY three-day forecast. Today, sunny with a high near 76. Tonight, clear with a low around 55. On Wednesday, sunny with a high near 84. And on Thursday, sunny with a high near 74. Again, this is, this is your O'Shea WSOY three-day forecast with your boy, the Rev. Courtney Carson. Stay blessed and productive. They're born to build, remember? Born to build. <laughs> and they are born to build. O- O'Shea Builders. <laughs> yes, sir. So long. When you hear paid for by friends of Sushir, that means paid for by Mike Madigan. You see, Sushir has taken almost a million dollars from Mike Madigan over the last eight years. In fact, almost all of Sushir's support comes from Madigan and his allies. A vote for Sushir is a vote to keep Madigan in power. We cannot afford this corruption anymore. Don't let Mike Madigan buy the seat again. Hi, I'm Charlie McGorry, retired Decatur firefighter, military veteran, former small business owner, and a lifelong resident of Macon County. I remember when Illinois thrived as a state, touting its agriculture, workers, businesses, and more. The last eight years have been particularly tough, though, under Sue Shearer, Mike Madigan, and the Chicago Machine. We need to get serious about solving our budget crisis, protecting our small businesses, growing jobs, and fixing ethics in our state government. I'm asking for your vote for me, Charlie McGorry, on November 3rd. Paid for by friends of Charlie McGorry. You've heard of United Way, but do you know the impact they have on our community? Find out more about the United Way and why your involvement is so important. Every Thursday at 8.30 a.m. on Buyers & Company with the United Way update. The United Way of Decatur and Mid-Illinois is working for a community in which everyone has the opportunity to be self-sufficient, whether that be ensuring that no family goes hungry, a child succeeds in school, or emergency and crisis assistance is always available. Listen to the United Way update every Thursday, presented by Tate & Lyle. Improving lives for generations. 
422-2400 is still a phone number you need to save just in case. At 422-2400, Bory Law Offices has over 35 years of helping a Decatur community in need of bankruptcy, divorce, and family law. At 422-2400, Andrew Bory is that friendly voice in a time of need, also with estate planning, preparing a will, and plenty more. So whenever you need them, call Bory Law Offices at 422-2400 at 225 South Main Street in downtown Decatur. This is the Eric Lee Show on WSOY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecatur.com. Whitney! That's a jam. Yeah, it's it's dope. 57 and counting, wrapping things up. Eric Lee's show, Richland's Courtney Carson. Brought to you by Earthmover Credit Union. And uh, we're winding down. Uh, Alex Frazier's going to be on with the library tomorrow. Mm -hmm. A.D. Carson's going to be on with us, uh, Professor of Hip Hop at University of Virginia, Millican Alumni Board member. That's brand new for him. Global Hip Hop Studies Journal co-editor for, for, uh, I'm not sure what it is, but it's called In the Cypher. We're going to learn a lot about that coming up uh, on Thursday. Family going to be on. Family. Carson. A.D. To the Kansas City Barbecue Pit hotlines, we uh, we get you set up, warmed up for Pharmacy Facts with Friends. Lauren, how's it going? I loved my intro music. Thanks, Ailey. Yeah. Dom. That's all Dom. That's all Dom. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. Uh, did you say something about that last time, I, I believe? Yeah, that's yeah. my go-to favorite song to listen to for karaoke slash me sing by myself in my car there you karaoke. go there you go and uh wait, what's uh, what's happening on on pharmacy facts so today was actually a huge day in the pharmacy world it is the david versus goliath supreme court battle of independent pharmacies versus the big chains and so wow. dale dale and i talked to dave falk the owner of save more pharmacies and really broke that down. And then we also had Jenny Hudson from Hudson's Halfway Home talking about a fundraiser that they have on the 24th of October. Uh, sounds mm-hmm. good. Sounds good. And uh, obviously you guys are, are back and at it now, right? No more yeah, vacations. That's... <laughs> <laughs> that's right. We're we're busy, busy here. We saw you out at the, uh, out at the, the food drive. Everything went well. How was, uh, how's business going? It's good. It's flu shot season, so uh, we are offering on Wednesday afternoons from noon to 6 up at Coley's Corner Drugs in Forsyth, a walk-in flu clinic. And on Fridays, you can call Dale Southlake Pharmacy for an appointment to get a flu shot. So we have two options for All right. our customers. Good deal. Staying busy. Plenty to do and uh, pop into Coley's. Uh, is that certain times, did you say? On Wednesday, it's from noon to 6. And then Friday, it's all day. You just have to make an appointment at Dale's on right. Fridays. Good enough. Well, we get you all caught up, and uh, it's good to check check in. We'll, we'll talk to you next week. Coming up after the break, we're about done. Uh, Pharmacy Facts with Friends. Lauren, have a good one. Thanks. You too, guys. So long. Back at it tomorrow. Courtney, back in. We uh, have a great Tuesday night. We'll see you on Wednesday. So long. So long. Car. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.